smell the desperation on the cloud chaser. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, welcome to another episode of the Chaps Chat Cats intro by the one and only Matthew Craig. This was our finals anthem for the AFL men's victorious postseason campaign. So back it comes for the AFL women. See if we can run the same good vibes as we head into finals in the AFLW. My name is Jake. Join in the virtual studio, as always, by Sambo and Johnny. How are you, chaps? Pretty good. Yeah, Pretty going good. well. How are you? Excited. Excited. Oh, Johnny and I, same page, same page. Yeah, super excited. I'm, I'm keen as beans. Another final. Um, what a season to be a Cats fan, uh, and excited too because we're going to this game, chaps. We're gonna we are be, be there. It's gonna be a very long day for myself, but I'm still, still gonna get there. Should have, should have chucked a sickie, Johnny. Yeah, no, Johnny. Too Unfortunately. Honest, Johnny. Yeah, unfortunately, I wouldn't be able to chuck a sickie this week because I'm a staff member down already, and I don't want to chuck the others in deep end. Johnny, look at that class act! Class Absolutely. act. Plus, I'm sure video footage footage of us will be going up on Twitter and social media. <laughs> so that wouldn't look too good either. <laughs> John had a fever. And it could only be cured by more finals footy. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> more cowbell. Um, crazy chaps to think. So, yeah, Johnny and I, will be, we'll all be putting in a significant amount of driving. That's, that's yes. the bottom line. Um, there's, it's a heroic effort on some level. Um, and We've got to be there. We've we got to be there. We've got to show our support for these mm. women's... We're playing in an upper final and, you know, right. doing the good stuff for the Cats fans. So we've we got to do our bit. You know, they, uh, they, talk, they talk about all the work they put in and yep. and we, we'll work a day's, day's work and then <laughs> <laughs> drive there and watch, the, watch them play. Absolutely. <laughs> this and is I just... will, I'll not do that. I'll just drive down there, I'll, a casual I'll have, some, pace. have some lunch, uh, book into the motel, check in. Then I'll go have some dinner. Then I'll watch the game. <laughs> this is, but that's what I'm willing to do. See, that's what nice. I'm willing to do to Jake, support. Need <laughs> sacrifice. I'll finish work, get to Vanilla, pick up Jake, and then drive like a maniac on the highway to get to the game. I drive very safely. I'm with that, Jake. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very safely. No, <laughs> when I mean maniac, I mean a speed limit. A very, a very safe and mature uh, mania. Yes. <laughs> um, is that John's? Is that John's speed sound, or is that Jake's trying to climb out the window? <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? It's <laughs> true. Um, very exciting. Very exciting. I feel and like look, that was a very nervous laughter there by me. <laughs> If I think what we can definitely say though is if 
the cats were to go on and win a flag here in the AFLW, it, it, it wouldn't be out of the question to see three medals end up mailed to the chaps for this sort of Herculean effort to get down the highway to watch Absolutely. the elimination final. I think that's sort for of sure. Yeah. Number, I think number it's one fair. fans right here. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we we are, get I mean, that number one ticket holder status um, attuned to this podcast. We're already a premiership winning podcast from a month ago. Yes. Can we, can we, can we uh, be the first club to hold the belt? In two weight divisions, that's the big question. Can we have? Can we, they should have belts actually instead of premiership cups. Should yeah. we get the belt? Chris Scott in the big 20. WWE belt. Love what, it. What, what, and every player gets a belt. So forty-four or forty-six mm. or how many players? Yeah, on the squad, belts all get a belt. Have a belt. Um, a belter of a grand final, belter of a season makes sense all of a sudden. Um, so uh, we said we'd keep it sharp. We've already waffled on for a good five, ten minutes. About <laughs> this, episode, um, folks. Thank you. Good luck, cats. That's right. Yep. Uh, make yeah, sure if, you, if you're listening to this, good on you. But if you want to watch it as well, go on over and sign up to the Chaps Patreon. Five bucks a month. Uh, video versions of every show. Bonus podcasts. We did a lot of um, podcasts. Well, you know, I think a lot, a handful of podcasts over the trade period uh, for the men's that didn't get released to the public. So you can go have a listen to those. We also put up a stats pack for AFLW Cats uh, season, bunch of other bits and pieces, uploaded an Isaac Smith uh, artwork phone wallpaper that I put together a couple of days ago. So there's a few things up there and more to come. Um, I'm also checking something together to put on the Patreon. Are you indeed? Mm, I am indeed. Johnny. That's what yeah. they call in the industry a tease. Very. It's a tickle of the, the, the testicle sack there. Mm. I'm the very aroused. Yes. yes. <laughs> what industry does John work in? It's, uh, <laughs> it's when you um, um, massage the Californian oysters to tender them up a bit. Uh, All right. Not everyone will understand. Let me not do to that one. Like, he's gone. Yeah, he's, one. <laughs> he's, oh, he's, he's huddled over there on the field. What happened to it? it looked like he copped the knock. Yeah, he got a kick to the California oysters. That's what happened. Um, all right. Let's crank into this I may game. Be, I may have called them Chaps. wrong. No, no. You haven't called them wrong. But it's it's, it's all good. You, yeah. you know what you're on about. We know. Um, after 10 years, John, working in the adult film industry, we know that you know your terms. Um, so the the Cats go into this elimination final against the North Melbourne Kangaroos, a team, chaps, that Geelong has never beaten in this form of the game. We've played the Kangaroos four times for four big fat owls. The results have been closer in 2022, though. 2020, we lost 66 to 20. 2021, we lost 71 to 9. That felt, Johnny, I remember watching that game. It was around, that might have been the first game we ever covered on the podcast. Yeah. Was the Cats I believe falling. Yeah. And, and that felt like a really dark day for the, for the Cats AFLW program, in my opinion. That, that's about dark as dark day, as it. Dark day to start a pod podcast really. yeah yeah 
uh, better better times were ahead. So lost 71 to 9 in 2021. 2022 season A, we lost 26 to 18. This year, we lost 28 to 16. We've been able to control their scoring, but it's been a problem putting the score back on the board the other way. How do we feel going into this game against the team we haven't beaten? Sambo, I'll go to you first because I went to John first on the recap pod. Where are you you at? How does this play into it to you? Does this make you feel better or worse going in going, we've never beaten this team? Um, Well, it doesn't. I mean, I wouldn't say it makes me feel better than had we beaten them every time. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't you be a bit nervous? Because like like going into the grand final against the Swans, I was kind of glad that they'd beaten us the last three times or whatever it was that we'd played. I was like, excellent. They yeah, can't beat us. I don't know. It feels it feels a, it feels a little different having never beaten them. Um, yeah. But I like I said, like I, I don't feel bad about. It. I'm just not. So, mm. I'm just saying it doesn't make me feel like I wouldn't say if it makes me feel reassured. Yeah. But I think it is good. I think it is good to go in as the underdogs. Um, I think we've more or less staked our claim on this year, except against this team, really. Like most of the other losses were sort of expected and acceptable and and felt like real steps forward still in a lot of progress areas. Whereas this one, when we lost to these guys, it was it was a real bitter one. So I think we're going to be really fired up going into it. So yeah, I, I feel, I don't at all feel like this is an unassailable task. Um, but... Yeah, I'm going to be nervous going in on the on the day when it rocks around. I'm going to be I'm going to be a little nervous about yeah what we what we saw last time. But I'm I'm feeling all right at this point. I think we can I think we can do it. I think we should have done it last time. I think we were we we're off in a lot of areas last time. So if we can bring all those aspects up to scratch, I think we should be able to we should be able to prove ourselves this time. What do you think killed us last time, Johnny? Obviously, you know, it was, it was a rainy game, but that didn't seem to impact the Kangaroos. They moved the ball pretty well. What, what sort of things do you think went wrong for the Cats the last time out that have either already improved or that you think will improve this time around? Well, the pretty obvious, obvious one that comes to the front of my mind is inside 50s and taking opportunities when we do get those inside 50s. And we've seen over the course of the season that they've been able to fix up the entries. They've been a lot more direct, a lot more less um, just long bombs, hoping that someone will mark it. And now that Shelley Scott's also moved into that board line, it's looking a lot more deadly and a lot more, um, what is it? What's the word? A lot more capable, just more capable of taking all these opportunities and yeah, I think I feel I feel pretty good about going into this game. I think the big win against Swans is a big boost to the confidence. But yeah, I think just that inside fifty from the first time we from the first time I played in this season to now is that vastly different. I think that's going to hold us in a really good stead, especially with Shelley Scott, Chloe Shear, and Jacqueline Parry mm. working that forward line. As um, like they are, they've they've got full control. The opposition defence is under siege constantly when the when the ball goes inside fifty. So, yeah, I think I think the cats, I think the cats have done everything they can 
in terms of showing up things, tidying things up, polishing things off to this point mm. that the, yeah, this is definitely the best shot we've got at beating this team. And yeah, I think defense midfield that's improved throughout the season. So yeah, I think they had an entry inside 50 and taking those opportunities. Those were lacking the last time we played them. And now we've obviously fixed them really well. I yeah. also think that a, a a bit of a secret weapon from my own point of view would be where Claudia Gunjaka is at this point of the season versus where she was when we played them last. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, she only had, I think, eight disposals, one mark, um, couple uh, four, four, four kicks, um, I think it was. Uh, so when we compare that to the way she's been playing the last few weeks too. Like I think John's absolutely right about the forward line last time we played them, but I think even our back line, which has been strong all year is even stronger. Now. I think that mm-hmm. some of that untidiness and you know, that, that chaos that they were able to create in our back line, I think will be a little bit shored up by the fact that it's, it's not all on just a couple of players that you've got Gunjaka in there now as well. Who's just absolutely dominating those intercepts. Yeah, I, I totally agree. <laughs> Um, Sam, Sam with the stats there, John. He's had his nose to the grindstone for finals. Just, just <laughs> guess he's what? Been doing some work. Yeah, had eight touches that, that game. So spot on. Unless he's got them up already. I, I looked them up, John. I did look them up. I'm not. <laughs> my memory's not that incredible. But <laughs> I was going to say I did look them up. That's something. I can't. Was it? Four, and it was four. Was it four kicks and four hand? Um, yeah. Handballs. Yeah. And yeah. one mark. Only one mark. Yeah, only one mark. So yeah, I think you're. Nailed that perfectly too, Sam. That that's looking at Kajaka's season now. That's that's um them rookie numbers. Mm-hmm. That's rookie numbers. She's at uh, elite numbers at the moment. So yeah, I think that's another weapon in the cats. It's so interesting to look at the context, like, or I guess that where that loss sits within the context of our season. More more to the point, I suppose. Um, so we lost by four points to the pies. Then we went and lost by 12 points to the kangaroos. And they both felt like similar losses where the cats didn't like they, they played themselves out of the game, you know, in a sense where they couldn't finish their chances. You know, that was the, the issue against Collingwood was the, you know, the play was kind of split, but Collingwood were much better at finishing and then Geelong surged, you know, in the second half, but couldn't get over the line. Um, and similar against North. When the Cats played North Melbourne, um, the Roos kicked, I'm just trying to get down to it on the, the screen here. The, the Roos kicked 3-4 to two behinds to half time. So the Roos were up 22 to two. The Cats came out, they held the Roos to just one scoring shot in the second half while kicking two goals to themselves. So, like, made chances to win it. They dominated almost every statistical category. Like, you go here, had 33 more disposals, um, had 10 more clearances, 25 for 15. The Cats smashed them in the clearances, 35 to 30 inside 50, contested possessions, 110 to 97. North dominated the hitouts, but as you can sort of see with the clearances, the Cats were able to win the stoppages. They just left their run a little bit late. But what was interesting is the next week, 
The Cats went out and bulldozed St Kilda, 71-21 to down at Cadinia Park. You guys were there for that game. That coincided with Madeline Carrick coming back into the team. That was her first game of the season. It was against the Saints, which allowed Shelley Scott to go up forward, and everything has flowed from there. So that their four wins, one loss, the only loss that they've had since this, the one we suffered to the Kangaroos was the two-point loss to the Crows. So it feels like that was a big turning point in the season where it all started to make sense for the Cats in terms of the structure, the confidence, etc. cetera. Um, do you think the, the moment, like how do you think this group is going to respond to the moment of finals? It's the first time, um, you know, in three seasons or three, three or four seasons actually that the Cats have been, you know, in finals footy in the AFLW. How do you think, this kind of moment is going to go over with this group. Do you think it's going to be like, obviously going to be nervous, but are you worried about how the, the moment might impact them? The big stage? No, no, I'm, I'm not. I think. Oh, did John's camera just zoom? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was doing it. It feels like it was zoomed right into camera. my face at the moment. It's fine. It was really, oh, um, it was really dramatic. I was like, "Which of us is going to speak?" And then it was like, <laughs> "Bang!" And I'm really started speaking. Yeah, I feel like that's his, cameras his experience work from like the that. adult film industry. So um, he knows when to come in exactly. for a close up and exactly. that sort of thing. Yeah. Sorry, John. Continue. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not nervous at all. I think, I think these the the, lady, the women are up for this. They're keen. They, the way they finished off Sydney last week was really perfect um as as was said in the post-game um pod it's probably a, a pretty good way to start the final series coming off a close loss against the premiers and then smashing another team you get that mm. confidence up you also get confidence from the other week knowing you can take it up to the premiership side from last season mm. so yeah i think yeah, I think the, the cats are going to be right up for it, and they're going to give it it all. And yeah, I think I think they're I think they're more than ready. I, th- I feel like they've been ready since that St Kilda game, really. And I think yeah, yeah, I'm not nervous at all. I'm excited. I'm excited for them. But the the way they've gotten into this final series has been off hard work, a lot of training, a lot of adjusting, and it's paying off wonderfully. So. Yeah, I think I think it's just a re- fantastic result of all the hard work that they've put in, and they should be excited. I'm excited, and I can't wait. Absolutely, Sambo. Do you sort of fit into the same category? No sort of worries about how the moment might, you know, impact the team, or or do you think you know can it work not, the not other really, way? Actually, early, earlier in the year, I thought so. Um, even just a couple of weeks ago, I had that feeling of how how might they go under pressure, but. I don't know. I don't know specifically what it is, but that's subsided a lot. I think this team's really hungry and they're really ready for the test at this point. Mm. Um, so, you know, I think I think there might be a player here and there that I could think of that, you know, I'll be interested to see how their their temperament and their sort of, um, you know, mentality handles it. But, you know, more or less, I think this whole team is just, just ready for it. The experienced players are experienced. And so, mm. of course, they're ready for it. And a lot of our younger players just seem really hungry. Um, you know, I don't think Prasparkas is someone that's going to blink in the yeah. uh, in the headlights. So, 
Um, actually, yeah, f- fingers actually, fingers crossed. She she uh, yeah pulls through with her test. Yeah. Do you think she gets up for the game? Like it looked pretty full on the like the way I she I, limped I, off. I, like, I have no idea. Knowing, oh, not knowing Pasparkas, but seeing the way she plays, I think, I think you're going to have to really, it's going to have to be a pretty serious injury to stop her from playing. I think, I think she gets up, but you know, it's one of those things. Are the cats women going to be the same as the cats men? Is going if you're not a hundred percent, then we don't play you. Is that yeah. sort of the way they'll go about it? Because yeah, I think you'll definitely want to play, obviously. But yeah, I think it's just going to be. It's the team confident enough in her in her ankle mm. that she can play the way she wants to play. All right, I'll I'll pitch to you what what I would do if 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 Prasparkas can't get up if they're like no you're not right we're not sending you out there you know if you if you're not right, um Brooke Plummer in, push Becky Webster further up the field. That about how we'd play, yep. it, chaps? Yeah. I think so. Yep, I think absolutely. so. absolutely. It worked well so. enough, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, absolutely. I think Becky's Becky's last game against the Swans was really good. She was getting back to that form. We know that bursting, running, a lot of tackles, great kicking, handballing, all that. So, yeah, I think I think that'll be. I think that's the easiest solution. And it's kind of how we played it when Prasparkas was suspended too like that's sort of what they were doing against the dogs from memory when we were down at um marvel ah mars stadium in ballarat um sambo was plumber was in the side and it was allowing webster to roam or or plumber to roam you could sort of you know tag team who was pushing forward you know and down the wing and who was staying further back etc so it's nice to have options nice to have depth uh there's a lot of players there uh, just a little bit of a recommendation for reading. Uh, Gemma Bastiani, who does awesome analysis, uh, written analysis, stats analysis, that sort of thing, um, on the geelongcats.com website. Uh, Efficient Cats Getting the Job Done by Cats Media and Gemma Bastiani. Uh, so just an article that talks about how Geelong actually lead the competition in disposal efficiency this season, the highest in the league at 65.8%, as well as leading all sides for marks with 46.4 per game. So just sort of looking at, although the team is renowned for their pressure and that sort of thing, just how that, you know, that how that change has impacted the cat's ability to control the footy. And uh, as usual, it's a fucking banger uh, of a written piece. Uh, by Gemma Bastiani nice. and Cats Media. So you should go and have a read of that. I'll slip the um, right. link into the show notes. One last thing. Yes. It's going to be a night game. Oh, it's I see where you're going. The way the weather's going, it's going to be a cooler mm-hmm. game than usual. I'm with you. Does Michaela Bowen put the sleeves on this Saturday evening? It, mm. We've never had a better opportunity, surely. Right. Surely yeah. this is this is the chance. This is a chance. This could think... be the one time that, you know, the sleeves brings out that extra 10% in a game and she just tears North Melbourne apart and wins the cats the game because of the sleeves. I think I think this is this is the time. This is the it, one. Here's a here's a counter here's a counterpoint. All right. And you know that I'm a right. sleeves man. You know that I love the long sleeves. I, I think mm-hmm. 
and it should actually probably be mandatory for everyone to wear the sleeves. Um, not everyone, though. Not everyone. Just. just I mean, I'm hardcore. I like my sleeves. Okay. Um, but like no, he's going all in on the sleeves. Here's my here's my counterpoint, and that is that if Michaela Bowen and we know athletes are a different type. Do you know what I mean? There's 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 lots of you know superstitions around it. You know, Major League Baseball, everyone grows playoff beards and stuff. Uh, I think it happens in NHL as well. Uh, Tom Brady drinks extra unicorn blood during the playoffs. You know, all people have their habits. Is it a big risk to change your process? Michaela Bowen is coming off like career best game, definitely Geelong career best game against the Swans last week. Twenty plus touches, you know, lots of involvement in the scoring. Like, are we? T- you know, is there a bit of tempting fate to change the fashion? style at, at this point in time it's a bold strategy no no <laughs> okay i don't think so <laughs> i'm clearly superstitious a whole lot the sleeves are just like an extended speed extension no no they do add a whole lot and that's 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 the point that look if it's if you're going to try things now's the time this could be this might not be the superstitious the thing that you know breaks your form this could be the thing that elevates the, the elevates exactly. you the competition exactly. hasn't seen what michaela bowen can do with long sleeves secret sauce exactly it's, it's a literal it's a it's but, a hiding a sleeve up a card and you <laughs> <laughs> and then you you bring it out when they're not expecting it uh-huh. and they just haven't seen these levels of epicness so no i think exactly. i think now is the time you've got to throw caution to the wind Fortune you've got to step out of that comfort zone and go mm-hmm. Embrace a bit of chaos. Look at these a sleeves. Nervous, nervous energy, because that nervous energy can be channeled into focus and go over that ball that little bit harder. Going, I've got sleeves on. They won't know how strong I am. They I'm disappointed. Muscles. I'm disappointed. We never got long sleeve options when we played soccer. That's all I'm saying. I did Sam- as a goalkeeper. That was the whole reason. Yeah. I- wow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember? We, 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 it was a shame fi- you just said what the what was it the like early 80s yeah hawaiian <laughs> shirt color scheme yeah some oh. nice some nice uh gray with some orange and green squiggles the what was <laughs> goal, goalkeeping shirts no i just think more more sports need the long sleeve option so as long as we get a few as long as we get a few but i look i'll be over the moon if michaela bowen shows out in the sleeves. I'll have That'd to get be... a photo with her. Yeah, she gets. exactly. Yeah. All right, chaps. I think that is all we have time for on this preview episode. AFLW finals journey starts this Saturday night at Cadinia Park. Go and subscribe we'll to the Chaps Chat Cats Patreon, five bucks a month. You don't have to, but if you want to, that'd be fantastic. Extra content, video versions of all the shows. Johnny's got something cooking, um, and you know, yep. given way? John's John's background, um, you know it's going to be something to look forward to—a visual feast, a, a treat for the eyes. Um, so, a treat for yourselves. Mm. <laughs> so go and do that, um, but go and buy a ticket. It's ten bucks for finals footy in November. Okay, go and buy a ticket. Come along to the game. Let's pack Kidinia Park out and send these fucking roos home back up the highway with a big fat L.
and move on Send to the next week. home. Exactly. That's my appeal to Cats fans. Come on. Let's fill the stadium. Let's get a we're, big crowd We're there. going down there. Uh, we live three hours away. Yeah. What's your exactly. fucking excuse? If my, if my three and a half year old's rocking up, you can manage it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> tell your friends. Tell your family. Also, bring a group. If Bowen does sweater sleeves, she'll instuck on her sleeves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Michaela two, sleeves Bowen. Two sleeves. Until yeah, next Michaela, time. Michaela, two sleeves. Go cats! Lovely. Go cats! Go cats!